Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Welcome back, everybody. I listen to the Discus Laria Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Warren, here with Darren and Glenn again. And today, we are just going to wrap up, I suppose, WrestleMania weekend, our thoughts and opinions, little review, recap, whatever you want to call it, of WrestleMania Night 2. And yeah, before we jump into it, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. really helps us out. And then wherever you're getting our podcast, follow there. So to get into it, um, yeah, WrestleMania Night 2 didn't have the kind of as much as, of a weather issue as they did the night before. So started on time. Perfect. Not a bother. Um, I was still excited for this, but again, if you have a two-night event, you will be more excited before the first night. That's just natural. Um, so the show opened with Randy Orton against The Fiend. Standard singles match. Um, Orton taking Undertaker's, I suppose, uh, longest longest entrance kind of thing going on there. Stroll down to the ring, not a bother to him. And uh, wearing white, looked deadly, in fairness. And um, got in the ring they showed the regal promo package then of the fiend and orton's feud and then they had a joint jack in the box which alexa bliss opened and the fiend rose over really cool image um the red lighting actually works works more outdoors than it does when you're watching it on say the tunnel dome and the other so it actually looked really well and then the fiend obviously started off the match diving close and off the top of the thing whopper um the match itself as it was going i was thinking jesus this is going to be actually really good because they were laying into each other. They had the table spot. And then, obviously, Bray didn't even sell it. He just got up and mandible clawed, Randy, stuff like that. It was great for what it was at first, and then the finish happened. <laughs> um, so we had Alexa Bliss doing, like, a Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice kind of thing, where she's pumping a load of black goo, and she distracts Bray. He's kind of putting his hand out, like, almost like, oh, I need the Hellboy. Eats an RKO and gets pinned clean. Um, it's just frustrating because a man who's been born the lie of this that and the other impervious to pain is able like he didn't he didn't sell getting backdropped onto the table and then he gets put down for an RKO one RKO it, and the crowd just weren't having it they just booed it out of the building um, a real shame for the ending but um, the only thing you, I suppose you can hope for now is what's going to happen with Alexa Bliss and the, and the Fiend but um, what's your thoughts on that Daryl? I have I was very annoyed with it but there, I know we were talking earlier on and I have a, a hopefully a great solution that's kind of put my mind at ease and um, I think we might make a little video on it or something like that or whatever I'm not going to go into depth about it now but um, what I'm thinking now I, I, I don't mind it too much if they go down the route I think they might go down yeah. um, but yeah they're not going to they're not going to bury him like that after so long of a build up there's more to it than this I know we're just annoyed at the fact that the Fiend lost but I think there's more of a story to it yeah. Um, but yeah Sorry, wanted more, but yeah. what can you do? Yeah, it wasn't to be. Um, Glenn, what's your thoughts on this one? Then? I had just a fucking couple of questions, lads. Who <laughs> makes the booking decisions? Yeah, I know. Okay. Right. I, need to find, I need to find them and I need to hit them with a large salmon, right? <laughs> um, fu- I had so many fucking questions as to like why and 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 how, and just like it just it the logic was just gone on that one, lads. I was I was unimpressed, like, yeah. Uh, 
you know, of all the matches to cut short, it felt like anyway, you know, like we talk about our broken endings, of all the matches to cut short, this one gets cut short. Didn't have any cinematic gimmick matches. That's fine, obviously. But like, put this match on the same comparative with the Fiend's last work with Cena. And I know that was a big fucking, you know, gimmick match, you know, with, with, with all the stuff that they did there. But just like, Randy Orton wins again. Yeah. Like, this feels like 2011 or something. Like, it's just... It's, it's just upsetting, a, really. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish they could have done more. That's the thing. When Daryl texted me earlier, though, um, he touched on, as I said, as he said, we won't go into it. But the one phrase that he said to me that stuck out, and already I'm like, do you know what? Whatever happened at that mania, don't care. I'm on to Raw and everything. Like, Daryl turned yeah. around and said, um, maybe it's not Bray Wyatt is the fiend. Maybe they're looking for a host. And just when he said that, yeah. I was like, oh, I like that. Um, uh, we won't go too much in depth in it because we will do a video on it. I think I think it'd be better to do a video on it. But again, if like you want to... Like a symbiote? Yeah, exactly like that almost. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's kind it's of like, but, uh, Yeah, it, it sounded good anyway. Like how... Like, if you want, you can touch on it a bit more if you want, Daryl. It's up to you. Yeah, so basically, with uh, the way The Undertaker isn't around anymore. He's not going to be main event in WrestleMania, nothing, anything along the lines of that. And he was a massive attraction. He was that, what would you call a paranormal kind of being. Yeah. Um, WWE want that. It's an attraction. It's a moneymaker. They want that. They can't have Taker doing it anymore. And Kane's gone as well. So they need it. And they don't want to have the same situation where Undertaker or whatever, whoever they have the next person is going to die and they're going to try and re reincarnate something again. So I think they might be going down the lines of the Fiend is just an entity. And at the minute, yeah, it started off possessing Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt brought it back because he was so good and he's so strong and this, that and the other. But now they've seen uh, Bray's weak now. He's not, he's not strong enough to contain the Fiend. And Randy Orton has beaten him numerous times. Yeah. And now it's that's where all the black gunk is coming from. It's starting to slowly possess um, Ra uh, Randy. Yeah. And I think Alexa's got something to do with it. And I think that's why she's just like, no, this is, he has to face the Fiend basically one more time to basically transition. Yeah. Um, and that's, Alexa's obviously got something to do with it bigger. Um, I reckon we will see Bray Wyatt just come back as normal. And I genuinely think the Fiend. Um, will be Randy Orton um, going forward and I think at every Wrestlemania or every for the next few years it'll change from time to time on somebody and then you're going to have a barn burner of a match every year you're never going to have to worry about the wrestler getting old or, yeah. or anything it's just going to be an entity and if someone gets injured straight away you can come up the storyline that's just going to flip the feeling into somebody that else that would be amazing can you imagine he puts the mask on Orton Orton rolls and rides and Wyatt looks mad spooked and scared like he's just missed a year or two of his life exactly and then Orton's like Orton's like you know becomes like Randy Orton leader of Firefly Funhouse and he's all like you know and he has his own version of the puppets and, and, and the gimmick like re reincarnates for him where he has the like goody two shoes kids entertainer side followed by the dark possessed demon so and then you have Wyatt figuring out how the fuck he's going to be a wrestler again that would be unreal man yeah. that'd be class yeah. I, I think uh, with as well Alexa Bliss kept on touching on Randy Orton the legend killer is going to be no more the legend killer is no more and that I think is swaying to yeah Randy Orton the legend killer is going to be no more it's going to be Randy Orton the fiend yeah. for the next world 
Yeah, I love it. I love the idea, and I really hope it goes down a road like that. It's almost like as we were saying earlier, me and Daryl were chatting. There's like it's it's something that could it's literally in front of you, in front of your face. You could do it perfectly. Now, sometimes when you have something that good, it's almost like WWE are like, that's too good. We'll do it this way. And it's our space, but uh, hoping it even gets even a sliver of what you said there. It'd be amazing because it completely take away, it'll take away what happened at WrestleMania and all the boos and the stuff. You'd be like, well, so it was building to this instead. So yeah. here's hoping anyway. But um, yeah, Whopper idea. We'll do a video on that anyway, as we are chatting, but um, we will move on. Um, we'll kind of steamroll through this yeah we don't have there's not a lot to be said for most of the matches to be honest Um, so Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler is up next they defended their tag titles against Tamina and Natalia uh, one of the longer matches of the night uh, yeah Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retained in a fairly janky match it did it wasn't too bad it was a, It was actually better than I expected but even at that nothing to write home about um, I have no real thoughts on it to be honest the only thing I thought of maybe they should have just taken the belts off Jax and Shayna have some sort of even break up between them and Reginald wasn't even there which was mad <laughs> wow. so crazy and he was in the picture as well so yeah a bit of a mad one but um, anyone does that, Daryl do you have any thoughts on this? no because I'll just start slating so I'll just <laughs> pass that on what about you Glenn you going to start slating? <laughs> uh, it's too easy to walk off the, the whole oh let's pick on the women's tag team division again uh, for the match we got and the quality it was it was in line with what those women can do thanks for coming on to WrestleMania card uh, show you booking yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on. Um, hit, hit the nail on the head there. Next match, as uh, we were saying before we came on, uh, the reason why I feel anyway this this card was a bit disjointed is because the the crowd were booing the whole end of The Fiend and Randy Orton thing. Then they continued not enjoying Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler match after that. What they should have done is switch things around, maybe have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn go second. They didn't, but they went on tour anyway. So Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in this corner. Decent singles match. Um, nothing outrageous happened. It wasn't like, as I said, uh, their kind of uh, matches in NXT, which were borderline five-star classics. It, it did what it had to do. Um, we got like some great spots, great moments. Uh, obviously, both of the guys have chemistry to Bourne, really, you know what I mean? And then Logan Paul ended up eating the stunner, which got a really good pop. So, um, yeah, it was, it was all right. It just it, it wasn't to, that, to their level. It was fairly short as well. But again, it, it did what it had to do. It kind of got the fans back involved then, leading for the, like through the rest of the card kind of thing. But yeah, I thought it was all right though. Uh, what about you, Daryl? Yeah, I thought it was really good, pretty good as well. Um, I would have liked to have seen it getting a little bit, say, five more minutes into it. Yeah. Um, it's like the entrances and the the end of it got more time than the actual match itself. Yeah. Um, but the spots they did in were were great. Um, the two of them were great. But I was hoping for a little bit more to come out of that storyline with Sami Zayn. Yeah, I don't know if it's... it's Match overall was actually now. good. Yeah, it was, it was decent. Yeah, like, I, I'm not sure if that, that story with Sammy's finished now or what's the crack. He still obviously hasn't shown his documentary yet, so hopefully we'll get something cool now on, on uh, SmackDown. Uh, Glenn, what's your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, only a couple of minor points. It was too short. That's that's the first. Mm-hmm. Um, the lads, like, I know that we've seen them do better in the ring together and in the ring orders and stuff. So, obviously, I would have liked to have gotten them more. But uh, I think Daryl touched on it more. The reason that, like, all the matches felt very short and rushed to a degree is probably because of how long some of the entrances were like mm. you know there's a common theme running throughout the night which is where did all the time go because um, none of the matches were like with the exception of two there was no particularly long um, drawn out matches you know so uh, the only other thing to say is I hope they get a trilogy that's yeah. a, mania, a mania trilogy hopefully one day for the belt uh, give give uh, 
justice where Kevin Owens had it taken off him before when he was supposed to main event it with Jericho for the Universal title and then Goldberg stepped in there. Yeah, that would be cool, uh, actually, yeah. Um, be nice. Another quick shout-out to Kevin Owens' cool T-shirts. He has a different KO Mania T-shirt every year, and this year was KO Mania 5, the KO powers explode, so it was pretty cool. Macho Man and team, but they just had Kevin Owens heading them. Um, so uh, move on then, and it was another title match we had, Sheamus against Riddle, a US title match. This was hard-hitting. We we all expected it to be hard-hitting. Uh, two boys just going after it. I mean, they went out and they absolutely yeah. killed it, to be honest. One of the matches, in my, in my, my opinion, anyway. Um, and then, like, what was it, the, the finish as well? Obviously, they were trying to do a, a white noise off the top rope at one stage, and Sheamus kind of lost the balance. Fair balls to him, still holding on to Riddle, didn't drop. Nothing like that kind of protected him, still hit the white noise. Um, but then the finish then, uh, moonsault into the bro kick. My God, what an image. Caught him sweet as well. Absolutely split yeah. the lip on him. But yeah, really good match. Uh, Sheamus wins the US title at WrestleMania. So yeah, happy days. It kind of, like uh, one of the lads actually, on Instagram, uh, was it Wrestling Blog UK? He was saying to me that it feels almost uh, backwards that maybe Riddle should have, like Seamus should have held the belt leading into WrestleMania. Do you know I mean? And then Riddle should have won at WrestleMania. And I was like, yeah, actually, that's that's a good show. Um, either way, great match though, yeah. Well, uh, what's your thoughts there, Daryl? Yeah, I, yeah, I want to say nearly match of the night. Um, but yeah, like that kind of botch, kind of white noise, but he ended up pulling it off. Um and then Riddle's kind of jackhammer, little oh, yeah. oopsie daisy. But the strength yeah. of Riddle like kind of blew me away. Like I, I know he's strong, but my God, like Seamus is no, no small man. No, like yeah, it just I don't know. I, I, I look at Riddle now a lot differently. He was great, but seeing him in that match with with him was amazing. I just wish he changed his kind of look, like put more yeah. clothes on. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall. Uh, yeah, it was great. Riddle looked absolutely phenomenal. I'm so the Seamus. Like, what age is Seamus now? 44, I think, or something. <laughs> yeah. Chap. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Doing, doing some of the best work of his career, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. Glenn, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, like that, um, with the exception of the couple of botches that we saw, it was it was very good. Um, I just, uh, like that kind of left me wanting a bit more. It's one of those situations, much like what happened with Rollins when he lost against Orton and, and even the other night. It doesn't sometimes matter if your mania moment is a loss. Like an iconic moment, like the upside down road kick, yeah, with the moonsault, like that's just gonna, it is, it's gonna stand the test of time, you know? So it makes you want to watch more of them and get more time with them on, on TV and at Mania. And that's ultimately what the whole thing is meant to do, you know, make you make stars out of people. So both lads look great. Great to see Seamus hold the belt, hold the belt again. Hopefully that elevates the status of it, and maybe they keep their feud going. Even if not, like it's okay. Seamus is a hard hitter, so whoever's going to take the belt off next is going to have to match his style, you know. So all around enjoyable, you know. Yeah, savage, savage. Does that does that spot be uh, Shawn Michaels and Shelton Benjamin? For, oh no, no, I don't think so. It, it was great. It was great. So next up, we had Nigerian drum fight for the IC title. Apollo Crews against Big E, um, built as a really good feud. We, we always sing the praises of it now every week on SmackDown and we are hoping for a bit bit of a more of a, what would you say, a, like a show stealer, I suppose you could say, or, or just a really good match because we didn't get it at Fastlane. Unfortunately, we didn't really get it here tonight or last night either. Um, the match itself, it, it was set up obviously a load of drums, cymbals, all sorts, candlesticks outside the ring. The start of the match, banging. My God, both of the boys jumping out there getting the candlesticks and even like the likes of uh, Big E trying to hit him with the gong, stuff like that. It was, it was deadly. Like They started off really, really strong and then it just... It was like, all right, just just have a normal singles match, boys. Jump back in the ring, 
it was like they just disregarded the fact that it was basically an Ohio's barred match and yeah. it, it just sucked the life out of the crowd. We had um, the re-debut, I suppose you could say, of Dabakato or Pabatunde, whatever you want to call him, from NXT, Raw Underground, stuff like that. He jumped in. almost. It reminds me of almost like the Truth Commission um, from the late 90s a bit. And he hit the small spike, which was deadly. Nice little nod to Umaga as well, yeah. Smacked the small spike and then uh, Apollo Crews picks up the victory. We all wanted, I think, Apollo Crews to win anyway because of the work he's been doing lately. It's just a shame that obviously Biggie is the hometown boy and it sucked the life out of the crowd then going into the next match. But not bad, but I'm still waiting for these guys to have a, a four-star, five-star match. Do you know what I mean? The physics they can do it. Yeah. Um, what about you, Daryl? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I don't think they've got enough time. Maybe the spots yeah. that in it, I thought were great. Um, I'm glad Apollo won it. I think this is Big E's chance now. I know we put stand up before. I think Big E now is going to have a world title, whether he gets drafted to Raw or whatever. I think he's going to have a world title. Yeah. Six months, maybe. So I think true. that's why he's kind of dropped the, the title now to Apollo. And the two of them, the look at them, my God, yeah. absolutely a million bucks. Like, Apollo looks fucking amazing. And Big E, absolute unit. Yeah. Like, two of them look great. Yeah, they really do. And as you said, Biggie now to the main event picture, hopefully now within the next few months. Um like there's yeah. not a whole lot you have to do with them to actually you don't have to change the look of it. Like their main event material looking now. Yeah, you're dead on. Yeah, they actually are. They're basically made men there. They just need to that final push now into the main event spot and let them do what they can do. Um Glenn, what's your thoughts on the match? Yeah, dude, taking the words out of my mouth, yeah. Uh, just wish they got more time. Um match was hard hitting for what it was. And I think if you had a double the output and double the time a little bit maybe you would have got more maybe it's also because the dudes are so fucking jacked that they can't actually you know put on a 20 minute epic maybe look I don't know but you know obviously you just it again leaves you wanting more and I think Mania is supposed to be the time you pull the trigger on all these things so Apollo winning the title is good but I definitely think I could have done with um, you know like a, a bigger showcase from them both so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, forward to seeing what they do going forward like you said maybe in the next few months we'll see what happens yeah true hopefully anyway um, we'll move on then co-main event Rhea Ripley against Asuka Raw Women's Championship Ripley had the the big entrance actually so did Apollo while they sang Apollo out and um, was it Ash Costello from New Year's Day or something sang Ripley out um, she didn't sound all that great to be honest with you in my opinion um, like we've all been to gigs and stuff like that it could be the because it's an outdoor arena usually when you go to gigs at Slane or Crow Park the sound is a bit shot do you know what I mean it's not supposed to be broadcast across all that so maybe it was that but either way cool cool entrance though overall great pyro and stuff yeah. it just suited it yeah. um, the only issue I had with this match is the crowd as I said with Big E they're all Big E fans this that and the other suck the life out of them with the finish to the last match then this match comes on so they're not really with it and then Although the match started off really well with uh, Rhea Ripley and Asuka and they had some great moments, they went more of a knockdown drag out fight, that kind of sluggish kind of hard hitting match, almost akin to a Seamus match I was saying before we came on. And it just didn't resonate with the crowd. They weren't having it. Um, whether or not they were tired, uh, bored, I don't know. Um, maybe it was the rain as well. Um, it, there's a few factors I suppose you could say, but the crowd just weren't with it. I feel if you had to rejig some of these matches around, you would have got a better reaction overall. But um, delight for Rhea Ripley picking up the win. I think you could have actually just had her go in and squash Asuka because Asuka has done literally nothing for the past few months. It would have been perfect to see Ripley just come in, dominate Asuka, beat her, and then everyone almost shocked, like, Jesus, she just bet the Empress. And then Asuka has to come back, sorry, then, maybe during the year or next year or something like that. But um, not a bad match, just it just felt a bit off with the reactions, I think, as well. Um, what's your thoughts, Daryl? Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, it just seems a little bit bland. And I think, it's just because of how short of time they had to build the story. I think yeah. if maybe if that had been the first match of the night, it might have got a better reaction. 
Um, I don't think the fans were too impressed with a few of the matches maybe um, before this and he said it's kind of just sucked the life out of them. They weren't really invested in it that much. I don't think it should have been the second last match of the night. But um, overall, they, they did look good. Great to see the belt on Ripley and now Bianca Belair as well. Yeah. It's great for the women's division. So, yeah, it's not a bad match overall, but I think, yeah, just the storyline just kind of dragged it down a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, what we can all agree on, I think anyway, before I get to our thoughts, Glenn, is that this whole weekend, the WrestleMania, we did get a lot of fan service um, with titles changing hands, with matches. Um, like, for example, we're going to move on to the main event in a sec. Like, that match killed it and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we got a lot of fan service this weekend, so that's one thing we can't complain about, I suppose. Um, what's your thoughts on Ripley and Asuka, Glenn? Yeah, I think I'll mirror the sentiment from you, lads. I just felt it was in a, in the week of wrestling we got with all the variety of matches we got. This one was was the standout vanilla match for all the title matches that were in it. Um, yeah. like you know there was already enough you know no stipulation singles matches, and then there was also already enough kind of gimmick matches. So it was very hard to fit this in. And as far as women's main event caliber matches, this one had to follow. Banks and Bel Air. Yeah. I think due to crowd exhaustion and everything, they should have just this should have been the match to get its time clipped. Not because both the performers can't go, but more so because their move set and like you said, the knockdown drag out style that they both bring to the table, it just it was mortaring the pace of the show. If they had to have the time, or even like you said, maybe even made it squash, I genuinely think that would have fit the picture better and it would have it would have built the crowd slightly. It just it it, it like the pacing was all off. I yeah. think if they had to put them on first, immediately follow it with the women's tag team match, then you could have built it. You could have built the rest of the card because, like as we discussed time and time again, you go on first, you go on last. Yeah. Speaking of going on last. <laughs> yeah, true. Nice segue there. <laughs> What's I going to say? So, uh, yeah, so on to the main event then. We had Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan, Universal Championship. This was the match you are looking forward to. I think everyone was. Obviously, Edge, kind of redemption arc, I suppose you could say. Coming back into the main event picture, obviously wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, Reigns doing the work of his career right now. And Daniel Bryan, obviously, having a bit of a resurgence as well lately. Um, there's there's actually not enough time to talk about. Like, we have 10 minutes left on this. There's not even enough time to talk about how good this match was. Um, it's up there, probably in my top three uh, triple threat matches for titles. Like, that kind of thing. Like, my number one is still going to be... Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Benoit from WrestleMania 20. But this one, I think, could be number two. This was just everything worked. Do you know what I mean? We had Jey Uso getting taken out and coming back in, like, it felt like hours later. Um, we had a, a great double, um, what's it called, a cripple cross face spot as well with the, the bar of the chair. And uh, the boat lads, then Edge and Daniel Bryan headbutting each other. It was basically like the, the sheer desperation to win. They brought everything to the table. They literally, and then the likes of Paul Heyman on the outside, his, his facial expression, stuff like that everything worked the commentary as well fair balls to the boys I know sometimes like we give them a lot of stick but just everything just you couldn't ask for a better main event really you couldn't and especially how mish mishmash the card was ended up being like especially with the crowd the crowd were all over this one from start to finish the near falls were amazing the wrestling was amazing the storytelling was amazing the spots were amazing there's literally nothing else I could say to be honest with you um, I would have loved to see Edge win I did pick Reigns to retain because it's almost that kind of right you brought us through this pandemic era so Fair balls, yeah. But um, what's your thoughts on the Daryl? Yeah, amazing. It just I really thought Edge was going to take it, but um, yeah. Overall, the, the match was just absolutely phenomenal. And that point where they had Roman Reigns in a double submission, like just yeah, unbelievable. Built him like an absolute shit house. Yeah. Um, one funny thing I'm going to say is when uh, Roman Reigns and the boys are coming down with the flares around their neck. 
what was the story? It looked like Roman Ray had, had a load of chilies around his neck. Oh yeah, it's like they're almost like uh, stones or something. He got them off Affin Seek. It's <laughs> like it's like stones. Instead of flowers, he wears stones because he's the chief or something mad like that. It's mad looking. Uh, I, I initially oh, thought yeah. they were teeth. I was like, what yeah. the fuck animal is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, overall amazing. Yeah, great match. Uh, great way of end the mania as well. Couldn't yeah. have asked for anything better. Yeah. What about you, Glenn? What's your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, like for the quality of the match we got, it didn't matter who won. Like, yeah, I don't care about the continuity or the booking afterward. Watching that, it was just I was I was nearly happy that it was over because if I had a if they had have had a, a misstep at any point following where the match ending was. I probably would have been like, ah, oh, that would let it down. And with, uh, with the day that was in it having a little bit more let down, so night one, and obviously then the takeover uh, that we got the previous days, I was happy where this one ended, when it ended and why it ended. And uh, yeah, fair fucks to the lads for giving us the match that we got because it was stellar. It was absolutely stellar. Definitely deserves a top spot in your in your triple threat distance. Yeah, big time. Um, Like, I can't wait now. Like, I think, again, stuff like that, like... When you get a match that good as well, you could do a whole a whole video on that match. You know what I mean? You could do a whole episode of a podcast on that because just it was amazing, start to finish, bell to bell, even before bell to bell, just the entrances as well. And um, Daniel Bryan got his yes chant, Edge got the pop of the night, and Reigns got booed out of the building. Obviously, as you're saying, because the whole heel thing, he always gets booed anyway. But then they finally pulled the trigger and pulled him heel, a turn him heel during the whole Thunderdome era, and now out in front of the fans, he's going to get that reaction. So uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, show anyway like overall the show was actually really good and then if you include obviously night one as well a fantastic weekend of wrestling fantastic week of wrestling uh, yeah. it felt special do you know what I mean it did feel special Um, it almost felt like a light at the end of the tunnel moment I feel Um, obviously the past year and a bit it's been hard for everyone in general uh, all over the world but I mean when you see things like this like for example it's it, like WrestleMania is the World Cup this World Series it's the, the Stanley Cup it's all these things put together do you know what I mean and as a wrestling fan it's just it was amazing um, to see it finally back with fans there loved it and uh, yeah looking forward to Raw now tonight to see what kind of goes on if we're going to get some call-ups this that and the other any sort of re-debuts uh, returns this that and the other so yeah, yeah. pumped but uh, yeah oh, yeah really well yeah but overall um, that was our WrestleMania Night 2 uh, recap thoughts and this that and the other on it um, we enjoyed it overall uh, yeah there was a few uh, what would you say a few falters on the way but uh, yeah it wasn't too bad actually and then if you include Saturday great weekend of wrestling um, so before we sign off just want to say thanks very much for listening if you're listening on your podcast platforms if you're watching this on YouTube subscribe to the channel really appreciate it and then hit us up on the socials the Discus Lariat on Twitter Discus Lariat Collective on Instagram and then yeah I suppose we'll be back here now tomorrow with a raw review so so yeah, until Excellent. then, yeah, we'll see you soon anyway.